Okay. Let me turn this down. This is a. Uh, I call this my thoughts, my 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 vision, my mind. Entering a different level of uh, my consciousness is what I guess I could use. I was talking to my coworker today, and let me let me start off by introducing myself. If y'all don't know who this is. It's Nick, Nick Alexander, shit, uh, regular dude working on the five, college grad, all that nonsense, yada yada yada. Big dreamer, big goals, big aspirations, just like everybody else. But um, there's a topic I wanted to start off with. Like the first time I'm doing this, and I want to call it your story. And today I was at lunch. With a coworker, and uh, we were talking back and forth. Everybody was kind of talking about what their plans were in the future and things like that. And I thought of something, and it's something that I've thought about a lot, and I felt like sharing it today. And it's called your story. We, we as people, gravitate to people with a story. That's why journalism is so important. Because people want to read a headline, they want to read the backstory as to why this topic is so important. But I think in life, too, we get to control the way our story is written. And the basic way that I break this down is our story is broken down into books. Some people have one book. Some people have many books. So what I mean by that is, for example, let's just take um, the rag to riches story. Story of the guy or the girl that is broke at the bottom who grinds their way to the top. People gravitate to that because that's a feel-good story. People can relate to being at the bottom and grinding their way to the top. When it comes to other people, not a lot of people want to go through that story themselves because it's something that is obviously uncertain, not comfortable. It's long, it's tiring, it's exhausting. But when I say we write our own story, for example, is just people that we all know grow up in their hometown, go to school near their hometown, work really hard and work a really good job near their hometown, and that is their book. And today, start a great family, live a good life. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. And then there's the other people that have multiple books that start their story in their hometown. They move away from college. They have their own college book where they break down their life, people that they meet, expectations that they now have about how life is supposed to be portrayed. And we gravitate to the next book, the people that get a job in a profession that they may not start liking in the beginning, but then use that to, I don't know, do something else in the future. Basically, what I'm trying to get at is If people gravitate to a story, how come we don't spend everything in our power trying to write the best story possible? How come sometimes we just wake up and we go through the motions because it's what you're supposed to do? Me being 25 years old now, I've had enough time in my life, I think, to get a better perspective on how I can actually impact the world and people around me. And what I've learned from that, and this is just from my own perception, is that I need to put myself in a position at all times where I am uncomfortable, where there is a struggle, where there's some level of, of uh, uncertainty that I have to deal with day to day. Because that's the only way that I think you can actually find out who you are and reach your peak level of success. 
don't know what the fuck that was. Um, sorry. But what I'm getting at is, and I'll speak for my own self. Right now, I'm living in Arizona, working a job that is doing what it needs to do. Paying my bills, keeping me afloat, helping me grow as a person, building my career. Is it something I want to do for the rest of my life? Absolutely not. But is it something that I need to do in order to get to where I want to be? Absolutely. But I plan on making a move to a big city in the next couple of months. And when I make that move to that city, um, I know I'm going to have to go through a lot of trials and tribulations in order for me to get to where I want to be. But there's people like myself and there's people like others that we can look to. I guess we can name a celebrity like um, Kanye West. I just use him as an example because he's easy. His confidence that he was meant to be somebody, you feel it. When he talks and he says these rants and he goes on these crazy, crazy, ridiculous speeches about being put in a box and no one giving him a chance and people only thinking he can do one thing but he wants to do multiple things. The reason why we listen is because he has a story that we gravitate to. He came up as a producer. Back when in music, if you were a producer, you were strictly just that. From there, producing, he went into rapping. From rapping, he went into now fashion. He's been able to bridge the gap and show people that you only put barriers on yourself because that's the way we've been brought up. But we live in a time now, in 2018, where you can do literally whatever you want to do. Anything Like With social media now You can brand yourself To be whoever you want to be And there's a guy that I listen to His name is Gary V And Gary V is someone I think everyone should take a listen to Because he talks about things like You say for example Your Instagram or your Twitter You say you got funny tweets You say you have uh, The best Instagram photos And you wanted more likes on your tweets And more retweets You wanted more likes on your Instagram photos And more reposts and more followers But you post once a month You post two photos in a month But you think you should have 100,000 followers How are you giving yourself a real opportunity To become somebody And put your content out there If you're only posting once a month No one knows who you are. So how can you expect people to find you? No one's going looking for you. You got to put it in front of their face. You got to throw it in front of them. Even when they don't want to see it, you got to put it up. And it's not going to be... I don't know. It's not going to be good at at the start. You're not going to start off with posting your first photo and getting a thousand likes. Shit, you may get 40. But you keep posting. You keep following people. You keep interacting through that platform. And it will grow. It is just it is basic math. The more people you follow, the more that you post, the more that you interact, the more people gravitate to it. Because now they want to know what's going on in your story. There's people that we look at nowadays on Instagram that every single day we check their page. Every single day we will check their page to see what they were doing or see what was going on in their day-to-day life because their story is something that we care about. So what I challenge each and every one of us to do that say we have that same level of creativity and level of success that we're going to have is to do the exact same thing. I'm someone that's just speaking from the passion of being a creative. 
I'm not some crazy phenomenal artist that has his artwork in a bunch of galleries. I'm not a guy that shot an amazing video or film that thousands and millions of people want to watch and see. I'm not some clothing designer that's made a bunch of garments that people want to clamor over and resell for more money because it's something that's so scarce. But I believe that one day I can get to that point. And for me, and this is just for me, moving to a bigger city where there is more opportunity is going to be able to put me in a position to be successful. And I'm not saying that you can't find success in where you're at. But I think that as millennials, we found a way to just be so comfortable with the bare minimum. Because our bare minimum is so much more than what our parents and grandparents had at their time in their life. Success isn't something that's going to happen overnight. It's something that is going to be time consuming. It's going to require immense amount of sacrifice. It's going to require you to do things you do not want to do. Work the job that you hate to make the money you make to spend on the things you want. No one's, like I said, no one's looking for you. No one knows who you are. You have to put yourself in front of them. Because what you will do from that is you will grow. You will get comfortable with hearing the word no. But the thing that we that we fear when we hear no is rejection. And the fact that we hear, oh, no, nah, I didn't like it, will make you feel like, well, maybe I'm wasting my time. But for all the people that we love in entertainment, in artistry, in the world, whether it's, you can be a politician, you can be a teacher, you can be a doctor, you can be a, an athlete. Is that they all have heard, no, you can't do that. Or that's not the way it works at one point in their life. It's just a matter of did they quit? Or did they keep knocking on that door until it opened? Some people knock once. Some people knock twice. Some people knock 15 times and then they're done. But it's the person that knocks until the door opens. Is the person that gets to the level of success that we all want. I know I sound all passionate about this. It's just because I think about this a lot. We, we want so many things that we see. You know, it sucks that we've become very materialistic. Because now everything that you own is now being able to be bragged about or shown through these various social media platforms. Those are things that I think go unnoticed. We got to be true to you are, to who you, who we are, I'm sorry, and, and, and do what we can to stand out and be different. It's not easy, man. And for those that are listening to this, I'm probably thinking like, Nick, you ain't nobody. You're fried. Right now, I am not. Right now, you're right. No one is checking for me. No one is worried about what I'm doing, who I'm with, who I'm hanging out with, what my day-to-day's like. But what I do know, whether you guys believe it or not, is that one day they will. 
one day, whether that day is 20 years from now, whether that day is a year from now, one day, they will check for me. One day, they will remember my name and what I've done and what I'm trying to do. My view of success has been changed so many times as I've grown up. Initially, it was something that I viewed as money. You mean shit? Who doesn't? Money, power, respect, uh, um, um, you know, fame, uh, glory, like like attention. Like those are all things that people view as success. But as I've gotten older and I've learned more. And I've seen people in different facets of life and talk to them about their experience. Success is happiness. The success that we put on value of money and fame and glory is temporary. Because for you to be able to put your success into something materialistic means that it can be taken away from you. I don't want success that can be taken away. That's why I think creatives are the most quote-unquote successful people because you can't take my mind away you can't take these thoughts these visions these dreams that i have away you can take my clothes you can take my car you can take my bitch but you can't take my vision everyone has a vision It's just a matter of, do you act on it? Do you do everything in your power day to day to make it happen? I personally can't even say that. I can't say that I spend every waking moment of free time I have trying to put my vision into reality. Because there's days I come home and I'm tired. I'm human. We all are. I'm exhausted after a long day of work. Some of you guys, like myself, work two jobs. So when you have a 10, 12-hour day, the last thing you want to do is work on something you're not good at right now. But that goes back to my point of then how can we complain of where we're at? When we haven't put the time necessary to be at the level we expect to be at. When I speak about success. And I speak about the vision. I speak about happiness. Happiness can't be taken away. Some of the happiest people are the brokest. Some of the happiest people you meet have the least amount of things around them. Because happiness is a mindset. And I think that we forget that. For those of you that are aware of me and what I'm trying to do and that I've talked to you about it. I have a brand. It's called Success Sucks. And so many people that hear that are like, what does Success Sucks mean? And 
what I'll say, and this is the, the, the easiest way I'll break it down, is like I just touched on earlier, people put a lot of value on materialistic things to value success. But there's something about the word success that I think people for, fail to mention is think about all of the negative things that come with quote-unquote success. Yeah, now that you have the money, you have the fame, you have the power, you have the fortune, you have the, the attention, you also have the leeches. You got those motherfuckers that are trying to fuck with you now just because of the pedestal that you're put on. Oh, Nick has money now. So now I want to be his friend because now I can be a part of that money. I want to be around that money. Nick has status now. So I want to hang out with Nick because his status is going to influence my status. That level of genuine human interaction is now different. People are looking at you as to what can you do for them. More so than them just genuinely wanting to be around you as a person. That's a tough feeling, man. I mean, I couldn't imagine that people that say what's up to you genuinely don't mean what's up. They mean, what are you going to be able to do for me? People that say, hey, let's hang out and kick it. They're just trying to put you on their Snapchat. They're just trying to put you on their Instagram. They're just trying to tweet a photo out of you. For what? For them. I say success sucks because think about the level of those people that get to the level that we consider success. And I'm saying as a society what we consider. I'm not talking about what I just mentioned in happiness. I'm talking about like... Now that I'm rich and I got these millions of dollars, I don't ever want to know what it's like to not have this. I don't want to know what it's like to struggle again. I don't want to know what it's like to be worried about how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay my student loans? How am I going to pay my car note? How am I going to pay for groceries? So your level of paranoia, your level of, 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 of commitment to whatever you're doing is that much more. It sucks having to worry about things like that. It sucks having to worry about are people genuinely there for you. I mean, you heard the stories. You make money. Now you got all the family in the world. Everyone's family. Now I'm everybody's cousin. Now I'm everybody's best friend. The, the saying that I have of my brand is uh, there will be love, there will be greed, and there will be vengeance. The love will come from all places, good and bad. The greed will come from the closest people to you, good and bad. And the vengeance will come from yourself, will come from your ego, will come from the doubters. We have such a short amount of time on this planet. You don't want to wake up 25, 30 years from now and wish you would have did something different. We are in a renaissance in terms of 
becoming whatever you want to be. And now more so than ever before, we need to seize it. I read something uh, on Twitter the other day, and I know Twitter of all places, not <laughs> great source of information, obviously great jokes too. But it, the, the tweet said something like the five by five rule. And it was like, if you spend five minutes worrying about it, if it's not going to matter five years from now, don't. I think it was something like that. But I mean, I'm, hopefully you guys get the concept. Who cares if you say you want to be a, I don't know. I'm just going to use creative as an example because it's just something that I am, I feel like. I, let's, who cares if I made a bunch of t-shirts and hoodies and clothes and sweats and all this stuff. And then it doesn't sell out. Or my name doesn't blow up from it. Five years from now, am I gonna, is that going to matter? Is that going to take me back? Am I going to lose sleep? Am I going to lose friends and family because I, I, I made clothes and it didn't sell? No. Not at all. So, in the words of the great fucking Russell Westbrook, why... Not. Because somebody is going to take that chance, take that opportunity, and we'll be stuck with the whack-ass story. I think that's a good way for me to go ahead and end this, but um, hopefully you listeners understand where I was coming from and what I was trying to say. I just know that we have so much more power than what we typically believe we have because we've been brainwashed to thinking that we don't have power unless we have money. You are the power. All right, that's it.